Hello, people of the internet. My name is... What's my name? Isaiah. 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 And you're Matt, right? And this is... Episode 36. Of? The? Mildly? Ignorant? Podcast. Hell yeah, brother. We're back. (laughs) We're back today um, with another episode... Probably another double whammy this Friday by the time we get the other episode edited. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully by next week or we'll, ba- we'll be back to our regularly scheduled uh, posting visits. schedule. <laughs> regularly scheduled visits. Regularly scheduled episodes going out on Fridays like usual. Um, life's been a little bit t- tumultuous. But we're here. We're back. We're vibing. Um so yes, yesterday, let's get right into it, mate. Yesterday. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into it, okay. For once, we do have a topic that will probably take the majority of the the time of this I'm, episode. I'm literally going to take 10 minutes about it. Beforehand, <sighs> I came to a revelation when I got high the other night, and I messaged you about it, and I don't think we really talked about it. I don't know, like, maybe you were busy or something. But, like... I have another topic to bring up before we bring up the main topic. My generation is so cringe, Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> and like I, so, so let's a- let's age Matt here. So Matt is pushing uh, forty. Um, I'm not pushing forty. <laughs> Twenty eight. He's thirty. He's thirty. Um, and he uh, he grew up in the generation of the not the uwu. That's that's my generation. But uh, <laughs> I was like the- just after MySpace. Like I was on MySpace, but it like it was dying. What do you call the 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 like the is it the cat girl, like emoji like the 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 colon and the three colon three yeah, Nia? that's your that's your era isn't that is what, yes what's, what's the emoji yes. of that what's that called I don't know uh, what it's called cat 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 uh, what is that yeah it's like cat called? I'm pretty sure it's like cat something is it not anyway see Matt Matt's in that era um the 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 the, 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 the funky hair colors the the raw XDs, the yeah, oh literally... yeah, totally. That was like <laughs> any like any, peak. Any cringe thing you can think of is probably from Matt's generation, to be honest. Yeah. So okay, <laughs> I I found in in the chat where I started spamming you with everything in my generation that was cringe. So um, we're trying to find it too now. <laughs> I just lost it. I just lost it. Oh, oh no. Okay. So millennials have always been cringe on the internet and like i thought it was like just a a phase of the internet that like would have been a natural progression but like nah it's just millennials who were kind of like weird and fucked up about it like think of the scene hairstyles of the like straightening your hair could totally fucking damaging it um i I forget what it's called when you would like fuck up your roots like specifically bleach it well yeah but um tease when you would tease like the back of your hair that's when you'd like pull part of it out and like push part of it back it's excuse me just just google it like teased hair (laughs) Uh, it's like anybody anybody my age would would know exactly what you're talking about um but like myspace was cringe early youtube was entirely cringe like that's all it was tumblr at its peak deviant art 
things that are considered like more refined now because like now everybody looks at tumblr and they're just like oh yeah that's like i don't know a chill social media but like back in it in its peak in like 2014 to like 2016 people like fucking hated it for good reason it was like the asshole of the internet and like deviant art with like people posting their like i don't know sonic inflation pictures but now if you go on deviant art it's all like legitimate digital artists with like actual portfolios and it's all like refined work it's like crazy and it just makes me think that like back in high school i remember that like everybody had a deviant art account and like people would post like like it was a journal like it was an online journal and i now know that have, like what i was saying now you get bullied if you have a deviant art account <laughs> no, you you're seen as like a legitimate artist if you have a deviant art account. Like if you go on didn't, it right now, it's like amazing art. Didn't everyone in your like generation have a WordPress too? Wasn't that a big thing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I feel like that's where main character syndrome originated from. Why did well, like, everyone have it, the need it, it to was have blogging? A that's when like WordPress. blogging like <laughs> blogging which is inherently cringe. That's back like, in my day we didn't have vlogging like you kids. We had to blog. I mean, of I've vlog. showed you my like my poetry blog. Yeah, that's cringe. <laughs> but, like that was just normal. But like <laughs> look at Panic at the Disco. Blink one eighty two, all those bands, yeah. Yeah. Peak in that time. And it's They're, just like that. Even that that style of mu- music, talking about like uh, just the whole style of like the Victorian era and the eighteen forties of like um, like pea coats, top hats, canes were all. And it's like the heavy under eye makeup. And I I get it that like the eighties was kind of like a counterculture, but it wasn't this bad, was it? That, you're you're using a buzzword seriously in a sentence. Well. Counterculture. <laughs> How is that a buzzword? <laughs> if I say it more than 10 times in a span of 60 seconds on Reddit, it's a buzzword. <laughs> and I mean, like, when can you we talk met about me, your, can we, can I we had talk? blue hair. So, like, I don't know. Just I thought it was normal, but my generation was just fucking entirely cringe. Can we talk about uh, the memes, too, that existed during your time? <laughs> You mean like the birth of memes? That's <laughs> yeah, like, that's those... kind of where they started, but also they it's... were just so embarrassing. It's troll so face, yeah, troll face. The fucking rage like... comics in general. To be honest, I actually like just read those lots when I was a kid. Well, yeah, because that's those, what those, you had. Those are the original soy jacks. To be honest, <laughs> am I not wrong? Those are legit, just the original soy jacks. They exactly. Were meant, they were meant to express the same thing. And then, I mean, if anything, soy jacks, like, yeah, came from those. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. More so. Yeah, yeah. Then you had the like the lizard thing. Lizard thing. Like the lizard template and the corgi template for memes. What? Are you talking about like Velociraptor? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe that you're, like that. W- okay, actually, you know what? I I do know the history of it. Your classic top text, bottom text, white font. Yeah, mm. impact font. Yeah, on like Fucking a colorful background. Peaked in Matt's ears. Is the, I know the origin of that though. That actually came from um, like motivational posters. Is how it started, and then people started like changing the captions in motivational posters, and then they started like changing the images and adding bottom text 
and then they added top text and bottom text. So like that's the natural progression of the, like, <laughs> the meme history format. Uh, and I mean, you still see that to this day of like top text, bottom text with just like incoherent image in the middle. But it, it's just like, it was so cringe. Do you remember like the ASDF movies on YouTube? That rings a bell. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fire in my laser. What? No, wait, what? No, what? No, what? <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I don't know that one, but I know what they are. Yeah, they were just fucking cringe. They were, like, cringe animation. And I think that stems from, like, we've talked about before, like, Newgrounds and, like... Yeah, pivot um, animation, stuff like that. People, like, getting into animation as... I don't want to say children, but, like, like you're, I don't know, 16 through 18. What are you going to draw? Well, you're just going to draw dicks, right? And, like, stupid <laughs> and nonsense. Cock. Hell and yeah. Then, but, like, if you look at a lot of, like, famous YouTubers, a lot of them started during this fucking cringe era. And, like, vlogging became a thing in, like, what, 2015? Mm, yeah, I would say vlogging started probably around there. It peaked in, like, 2016, 2017. And, like, you don't really see vloggers anymore? I mean, I think they call themselves, like, content creators now. <laughs> Influencers. Influencers, if you will, but I just like—I mean, most of them got canceled, right? So true, or like they just got super wealthy and stopped. (laughs) Yeah, like the Paul brothers. Um, Yeah, well, they uh, were pranks, right? They did pranks. Yeah, and then they went to vlogging. Uh, David Dobrik got canceled, of course. Shane Dawson. Yeah, well, Shane Dawson was he vlogging? I feel like you just made like like. Oh my god! Like parody videos. Do you remember parody videos? (laughs) Like that's what Jenna Marbles got like famous for. Yeah, all those parody videos. Uh, and like, there was, like they were funny. Of, like... Keep going. I was just saying, there's tons of, there just... was tons of channels in those times where it's like, yeah, Venetian was... Princess was another it was, one. It was kind of like epic rap battles where they would just record everything in front of a green screen, and, like make parody videos of everything. Yeah, parody I mean, songs. I think kind of like the blueprint of that would be like Kelly likes shoes. Do you remember like yeah, shoes? Yeah. Oh my! Like that came out in like I think two thousand eight. Like that was super super. I remember when that first came out, and like, um, one of my friends, uh, like was obsessed with it. Like we, I mean, we were all obsessed with it, but like that just kind of led into parody videos in general of like hit songs that were coming out, like Jenna Marbles making fun of Lady Gaga or anybody making fun of like Poker Face because it's like what Lady Gaga was doing was like unheard of at the time and it was like um what's the term i'm looking for it was like people were like shocked and in awe and then what did people do they like made fun of it and they made parodies of it yeah but like if if you look at parody videos now like a lot of them are like so expensive they're like actual legit like budget films that are like well yeah because people can make money on the internet now so yeah, it's like I wouldn't even argue that they're like parody videos. They're like, nah, this is like almost paying homage to original content. But anyway, back to my point of just like my generation was entirely cringe. I remember my grade six graduation, like I was obsessed with Panic at the Disco and I oh, wanted no. to wear like an overcoat and a top hat and I have a cane. And, and then oh, no. it never happened because that's embarrassing. Good. <laughs> but I remember like, 
I was like, yeah, that's so cool. I remember um, my friend, the same one who's obsessed with Kelly Lake shoes, like her and my other friend, um, they had a Pixo site. Do you remember Pixo sites? No. It was like, it was like, uh, what would you equate it to? Pixo sites? Yeah. Like, I think it was like P-I-C-Z-O. Yeah. P-Pizzo sites. What? No, it's Pixo. P-I-C-Z-O. Oh, P-C-Z-O, okay. It was like kind of like MySpace, but not centralized. Like My- MySpace was the first kind of centralized social media platform, but like Pixo sites were kind of like people's individual pages on the internet. And yeah, yeah, this okay. type, like pages like that don't really exist on the internet anymore. Um, But it was cringe. If you just Google Pixo, all you see is like hearts and stars and like like tune animations of gifs and like uh, i remember deviant art was really bad for it of like stickers they were called but they were basically just like super low quality gifs of like i don't know a brat doll with like sparkles all over do you remember yeah J- like just in general just, just all of these like internet concepts that were just so fucking cringy i'm on i'm on pixel right now yeah from the Wayback Machine, obviously, because it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I love how the visits, the top visits on the site are all after it died. Like, they're still they're still peaking. Oh, they're, st- they're still getting hits? They're still getting hits and views in, like, 2018. Oh, wow, this is 2021, actually. They're still getting the same amount of cl- cl- uh, clicks on the Wayback Machine than they did before, which is weird. Cause yeah. The domain is just dead. It's just the logo on the screen. That's so funny. I love how in 2012, it's like, rip Pixo. Yeah. <laughs> we are very sad to inform you that Pixo now has been permanently closed down. Thanks for all the good times during our life, and we hope to one day rise again. <laughs> well, and- we're still waiting, Pixo. Come back soon. I mean, like, I don't think we, we would you. have a lot of the social media that we have today without this kind of cringe era. But, like, looking back, it's, like, did we really need to go that hard? Like, using filters where, like, yeah, the sky isn't sepia-toned. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, now it's used to, like, a more kind of realistic. Because, like, the expectation back then was, like, you didn't have to be perfect. You had to just be, like, unique and quirky. And then now the expectation is, like, if you're on, like, Instagram, you need to be, like, a perfect model. Like, y- like you need to show everybody that you don't have body issues. <laughs> Whereas before it was about, like, being an individual, and now it's all about fitting in. But I just, I find this fascinating, how it's, like, a, literally a whole era of the internet was just cringe content. Yeah. I mean... I mean, my generation was kind of cringe, too, I mean, to be honest. I feel like it's just the revolving door of cringe. Every single generation has its own cringy things. I guess, but like... I mean, like I said, this was, like, the kind of the first, like, Instagram wasn't invented yet. Like, I was there when YouTube was made. I was there when Instagram was created. So it's like, yeah, there's a revolving door of cringe, but also it's like these were kind of the focal points because they were, like, the births of these giants that we still see like we still see facebook even though i mean facebook's been dying for how long now i like like facebook was never cringed though i mean like 
not cringe on the level like not, like no, it's always, like yeah, not no, on like, MySpace. It's it's been it's always been cringe in the sense of like Spoomer saying whatever on there. But anyways, it's not like cringe in the sense that it's not like a generational cringe kind of thing. I mean, it's not anymore because like it was originally designed to be. I feel like that's the thing is Facebook always kind of was what it was intended to be. Like it, it knew from the beginning of like this is what we're gonna be a like I don't want to say semi professional but like uh like uh it was designed for like post secondary like college students in the in the states to like network and like that's what it was until literally everybody had a Facebook account. I think once LinkedIn came into the picture, Facebook yeah. probably stepped away from being the professional site. Oh yeah. And just because people are really incapable of being <clears throat> professional on the internet. True. Half the time it comes off fake anyways. Oh, <laughs> LinkedIn yeah. LinkedIn just feels so fake. Feels I mean, like... everything feels fake. And it is. Because nobody's perfect. Like, anyone trying to give you this image of, like... I don't venture on those parts of the internet, so I don't see it. Like, all the, influ- all the influencers, like, half-naked models on my Instagram feed. I don't really see that shit. But, like, I'm assuming, yeah. It's probably all artificial and fake, oh, totally. as always. Like, nobody just, like, naturally always has a six-pack. Like, every photo that they're like that, they're flexing, right? Or, like, they're sucking in their gut or posing. I remember, like, seeing videos of, like, how to pose like a model. And it's just, like, getting the right angles to, like, contort your body in such a way that it looks more appealing. Which is just, like, a totally different ballpark that I don't even want to get into. It's fucking cringe <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, true. But hey, social media is good for you. Definitely not. <laughs> That's what they want you to believe. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Sorry, that was to... my little tangent talking about how cringe. <laughs> and I mean, you still see that in me to this day. <laughs> I'm very cringe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm cringe too. I mean, <laughs> this is why we started the pod, am I right? true but i mean my generation is just as bad we're the ones that like basically normalized yeah you amp everything up to 11 yeah using a buzzword here we normalize the filter just (laughs) using your example like uh, my generation was responsible for the whole dog filter garbage and uh anything on snapchat really yeah and then we we bless the world with brilliant uh cultural musical trends such as Gangnam Style and Harlem Shake <sighs> and the beautiful wonders that is uh I mean yeah my generation was crazy frog <laughs> <laughs> true like I remember being in grade six I think it was grade six when crazy frog came out and like there's no way I in... think so it was either grade six or grade eight because I got crazy frog on my Walkman when I was like four uh, with that, frog. with the age difference. Oh no, never mind. The age difference would make sense. Never mind. Yeah, when I was four, you would be in like fifth or sixth grade, I guess. I was nine years old, so I would have been in grade eight. No, that's not. That does are not you, sound are right. Are you dumb? <laughs> I am dumb. That'd be like grade five. <laughs> grade five. Okay, yeah. So grade four, five, sort of thing. Yeah, makes sense. Grade six. 
More like grade four or five, not grade five, six. Nine? It was definitely, I mean, okay, maybe it came out in grade five, but like it was popular in grade six. Maybe. But yeah. Uh, can we talk about something else that's cringe about you, Matt? <laughs> Is this going to just turn into roasting me? No. I want to, I want to dissect your brain scientifically. Oh, no. And I want to understand what normal human watches a show five times back to back to back without any girl pause between watchings. Check my Instagram story. Check my fucking for you page on TikTok. Um, I'm not the only person. Literally, I don't want to say everyone I know because I'm the only one I fucking know who's watched it because I'm friends with some shitty people apparently. (laughs) But like... Everybody is just perpetually rewatching Heartstopper, listening to the soundtrack, rereading the like the web comics, uh, and crying. That's just that's it. Anyone who is queer or not like not even queer people, I see a lot of like cishet people on TikTok being like, "Cancel what it is." I don't know what it is about the story, but like I just am so happy for these boys. They're not allowed to watch. Cancel them. No, no, they. They're not allowed to make stupid comments, but they're more than welcome to sit and enjoy it. That's the thing. It's like... Wow, this you're is gatekeeping que- now. No, no, no. Listen. Yes, I am to a certain <laughs> extent because this is queer media for queer people. This is the best queer representation we've ever seen. It's like dominating like book sales, TV. Like It's dominating Netflix charts. It's like... This is the most we've ever seen in terms of success in a queer story and it's just so fucking wholesome i've never seen it i sat there the entire time every episode bawling my eyes out because i always thought like okay this is when something goes bad and the characters fail to communicate and then like someone gets depressed they do drugs they do this they do that just every trope that you see happening to gay people in the media or like this person's gonna cheat on this person or this person's gonna get their heart broken because they were too invested in someone but it never fucking happens like it in like in the end there's a happy ending and gay people don't get to see that ever or if they do it's always after some sacrifice or it's some after some hardship and like yes there's conflict in the story but like that's a trope of every movie though that's not just like no it, well i mean everything needs conflict yeah. but like it's all of these conflicts are resolved in a happy and healthy way that i've never seen in my life i've never heard of for for a queer love story like yes there's still problems subsisting in in this story but like all of the main major plot points, nothing boils down to like homophobes winning or like gay people being shunned or shown that like what they are, like how they feel is inappropriate or what they're doing is wrong. It's just love. It's all love. And I just, I wish there was more of it like growing up. And I mean, like, of course I wish I got to experience it. But also, I'm just glad to see it, and I'm glad other people get to see it, and I feel like it's something that so many people like me have just, like, kept quiet for so long, and that's why everyone's talking about it, because everyone's just getting this sense of, like, hey, do you guys feel the same way I do? And everyone else is just like, yeah, we do. <laughs> like, what about, like, you say it n- never, but, like, wasn't Brokeback Mountain, like, known to be the movie that the breakthrough queer cinema? Like, it's the turning point? 
like the <sighs> like not pitting you, but like you don't know how that out. ends, do you? Yeah, the guy dies. Exactly. But that's and every like, fucking love a dub dub chick flick rub a dub romance movie. Most there of them were don't laws. Have. There were laws in the I think from the late sixties to the mid eighties, maybe even later, saying that like homosexuality couldn't be expressed in a positive light at all in media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gay people could exist, but they just like you had to shove it down people's throats that like what they were doing was wrong and immoral. And we've come so far now to the point where like there's just a queer love story about a bisexual guy who falls for this gay guy and he comes to terms with his sexuality and it, it like every chance that there could be something bad that happens, there's not. And it's just happy. And I like, I literally sat there like up until the very last, like five minutes of the show thinking like, okay, this is where it's going to go bad. This is where it's going to go to shit. And it, it never did. <laughs> and that's just so nice to see. Objectively like, and emotionally. <laughs> because a, oh, yeah, it's a Netflix movie. Wrecked. So objectively you're expecting it to go to shit because it's Netflix. <laughs> and yeah. B emotionally like in the story <sighs> sense of it being bad yeah <laughs> but it's just like things take it for granted because you see happy stories like this for straight couples all the time like literally just search like hallmark has made a career of it <laughs> like has made sorry not a career but like a fucking industry of it but like oh my till this year that we got like what uh what was it like a very happy christmas with i think Kristen stewart as like a gay hallmark character mm, yeah these stories just weren't told for us and now we have one hallmark's gonna jump on that bandwagon real fucking quick don't worry about that that's amazing i mean on one hand i'm like yeah i think it's great that queer love is open but i already know for a fact that companies are like oh yeah come pride month y'all gay people are ready to give us money this goes back to our talk last on last episode not last week's episode but last episode that's going to be coming out at the same time as this. Um, <laughs> about how, like, you can tell the difference between someone that's doing it genuinely and someone that's doing it for a crash, cash grab. Yeah. And I would not, like, speaking as a, like, a straight person, I would not be happy in any way, shape, or form that Hallmark's making a movie about a gay person. Because I can guarantee you that's just a cash grab. There's it's literally just pandering. Yeah, it's just pandering. Like, all yeah. of Hallmark's movies. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing with but I just, hearts... Sorry, I just wanted to point out one thing quickly. As much as yeah. things change, things stay the same because I'm on oh, the totally. Brokeback Mountain Wikipedia page. And even back then, people on Twitter were up in arms about what the sexuality of the actors were or like the characters in the show were like, were they bi? Were they gay? I think they're bi. And it's like, okay, well, see, the exact same shit as fucking goddamn Heartstoppers. People trying I mean, to like impose their sexuality on what they think is right. Yeah. <laughs> actors but the thing is if they had gotten two queer actors at the time one were there even openly queer actors when brokeback came out no you check what year it came out uh 2008 so no yeah there were like no queer actors or if they were they were still like oh sorry 2005 sorry 2005 even even earlier yeah they were seen as illegal as like the token queer character or well, like, that's what that's why they're that's why like this movie seen as like something that breaks the barrier of queer cinema because it's two exactly. guys that aren't the stereotypical high 
female pitched voice fucking drag wearing gay that they use the show in the movies all the time you know yeah and, and i mean they they did take it seriously like, yeah brokeback mountain was a serious like great it was a great movie for its time and i i think people are people who look back and take it out of context and say well like jake gyllenhaal nor heath ledger were queer it's like nobody would watch it if they were um nobody would care or it would nobody it, like it would have zero audience and, and I think, and I think, there's more merit to say that two straight guys played gay people in a period where oh, totally. gays were still fucking shunned upon and yeah lynched. The fact that I, they decided to do that, you know, yeah, <laughs> like obviously no one was getting lynched in America for it, but like I, th- I'm pretty sure Ang Lee, the director, is gay. I'm not sure. Um, but it just goes to show that like people took a chance, and like yes. I mean, was it was it not critically acclaimed? Don't people consider it like a great gay. movie? He's not gay. Okay. No. I mean, that's even more wild to me, the fact that like back in two thousand five, somebody decided to tell a story that didn't. And it's a person that, you know, that is not born in, in a very progressive country either. No, so the exactly. Fact that he has. He's willing to take that. Goes to show. And like nowadays you'd see that as pandering, right? Yeah. And it, you'd see it as like, this isn't your story to tell, but in, in a place where that kind of story is not allowed, that's how you, have you to needed, start. you needed people like that. You needed people exactly. that were allowed to talk about it. It opened, it definitely opened the door. And the guys made lots of those like influential movies. He's like, yeah, life of pie and lots of other movies that are, pretty influential <laughs> that you read about in high school <laughs> yeah i never read life of pi i also just didn't read <laughs> <laughs> i only seen the movie i think i don't think i ever read the book all i know is there's a tiger on a boat i don't know <laughs> i think they like made fun of it in a drag race challenge once probably <laughs> oh in 2018 the film was selected for preservation and the United States National Film Registry has been culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Wow. The National Film Registry is like a big fucking like yeah. storage they throw a bunch of fucking important movies into. So that in five, 50 million years from now they can see. The $5 bin. <laughs> the giant tiger $5 bin. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't going anywhere. Oh. So <laughs> Okay. Um, this is like a tangent upon a tangent. Um, Liz... Um, our, our art department. department. <laughs> <laughs> one person um, art department. I guess this one time her mom grabbed like just one of those random like movies from the like five dollar bin at Giant Tiger, and it turned out that it was like some small classes, like it was a series of their final art projects, and me Liz and her boyfriend watched it and we all got high and it was just the trippiest shit it was just like animation students like final art projects so like you like I'm talking like don't touch me I'm scared levels of like fucked up <laughs> like art and animation and we were just like baked out of our fucking minds in her basement and we were just like losing our shit to this like these art students projects and just like freaking the fuck out. Cause it's just the wildest shit you've ever seen. It was such a good time. Um, anyway, we should reel it back to our main topic or did Hell you get yeah. to talk about what you wanted to? No, I just wanted to bring up the fact that you watched hard toppers like five oh. times in a row. And, and I don't you know think, what, you I don't know what brother 
you know what I'm doing after the pod? Watching another I'm watching five again. times. I'm I, I just I'm reading the webcomic uh, because I haven't been able to just sit and and go through it because work and hanging out with you and doing this and stuff like that. God damn it! But, Why'd you have to hang out with me, man? <sighs> Taking you um, away from your heart stoppers. Actually, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, if what's better, the source out... material or in the movie or the show? Sorry. I mean, like the the creator, um, Alice Oseman, she she they, um, so she's all like they're queer themselves, um, and I, I guess I don't know if she was like on set or if they were like he- heavy like uh, what am I trying to say. This some some of the scenes are literally exactly the same as the webcomic. Some of the stuff is different to help like make sense with the flow and the continuity of the series, but like some of the characters are like merged into other characters just so that like there's less I don't know. It's more of a TV show and less real life because the webcomic is very natural like this is literally yeah. just Nick Nick and Charlie's story and these are their friends and it's like it's, it's like someone's life, but it's not like a TV show. But yeah, some of the scenes like when they first kiss and like when they first meet and all this stuff is literally like one-to-one to the source material. But uh, I just got to the end of like the Netflix show. I got to like that part in the webcomic. So what I'm starting now is stuff that is probably like season two and beyond of the show. So I'm kind of terrified because I don't know how the story goes from here. <laughs> um, well. But it's it's good. It's really good. I can't pull myself away from it except to do what I have to do as a human being. I don't even want to get up. I don't even want to like shower. I just want to read Hard Stopper all day. I sound like an addict. God damn. I know. I want to bathe in your filth. Um, <laughs> Anyways, shall we talk about the one movie yes. we want to talk about the most? Yes. So yesterday, Matt and I, we, we hung out with that little bro sesh, little, little broski we hangout. Uh, date. We went to go see the, 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 the big movie of the spring, the big movie that everyone was excited for, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> and by God, man, that movie was mid as shit. Um, yeah, it did not live up to expectations. It was um, very meh. It's about, it's literally the best description of it. It's very meh. I mean, it's not bad. It's not good. Yeah, visually, just... it was amazing. It delivered. I mean, That's it's Marvel. almost like an expectation. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. all Marvel movies are going to be like almost cinematically beautiful. I um, feel like something happened during filming or something because this isn't like the reason why I say that is because the runtime on it is very weird for a Marvel movie. Um, uh, I think it was shot before or during the pandemic. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think that's yeah. probably what messed it up. Because on the internet, it says two hours and six minutes, but it's not that long. I know it's not that long. It was like an hour 45, maybe. Yeah. Like 10, no, I, 15 minutes of fucking credits, but... I saw I just know. earlier today that um, it was filmed before WandaVision was filmed, and I know that... Oh, really? The end of WandaVision, the last couple episodes, they had to, like, super, super restrict. So I think that's when everything, like, went back. You know how there was, like, a break in lockdown for a while? Yeah. That's when they were shooting WandaVision. So Multiverse of Madness was shot before that. So, Mm. yeah, like, closer to the initial outbreak. 
because multiverse of like the, the the order of the marvel movies was all fucked up like mm-hmm. um yeah so but yeah um it was kind of kind of meh uh they could have done so much more with the concept they were going for and i get that it's just an introduction to the concept but like you could have introduced it so much better it didn't really feel like a big deal in yeah. any way shape or form and I feel like they're just saying that as bait because, like, what, what, what's, what's next? Who's going to use the multiverse next? No one. I don't know why people are acting like it's an introduction. I think this is just like a, like a one-off plot device. I think so because what Thor: Love and Thunder isn't showing any signs of using it. No. Black Panther Thu's not going to use it because well, no, Black but Panther's keep kind in of mind, isolated. Like, that was yeah. I mean, they're not going to do another big trilogy fucking Avengers bading bading like that's kind of that's over. Phase four but is just they, like the remnants, basically. Yeah, but like the like these like Love and Thunder was already shot. Black Panther two was already shot. Like these were all shot at the same time, weren't they? Like relatively, obviously not. Like no, 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 no. They didn't even start filming Black Panther two before Chadwick died. Chadwick died middle pandemic. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Let me look him up. Chad. Chadwick Bosman. He died in 2020. Exactly. Yeah. Like months into the pandemic. I remember they didn't I even mean, start filming before you. Unless they used the multiverse for their like side content, like all their shows, right? Oh, maybe like yeah, kind for the of, shows that are coming up. They kind of explored it in Loki, I think. I don't know. I never watched it. Rip. Uh, I think there's a shift in the pandemic to what their focus is going to be. Yeah, they went from movies to TV shows because they just oh, yeah. assumed the pandemic would last for years and years and years and years and years. But I also think um, a big thing regarding that was like the Scarlett Johansson fallout with like we're showing this mm. content like on Disney plus as opposed to in theaters. So that like fucked with her contract. Excuse me. This movie was released under horror genre. I can see that there were de- like, I, I, I was talking to my parents about it this morning and I was like, yeah, there, there's definitely elements of horror in it. Like you can see the influence of like, I mean, we talked about Sam Raimi and, like the Evil Dead. So th- yeah, this movie was originally supposed to come out before Spider Man No Way Home. So I'm just trying to think because No Way Home, so they must have changed. They, they must have not filmed it. I think they just scheduled it to come out before because it wouldn't make sense if this movie came out before storyline wise before No, no exactly. Way Home. So I yeah. think they legit did not film stuff. They just scheduled it that way. I don't know. Yeah, and this this movie chronologically or like storyline wise takes place after WandaVision and Spider Man No Way Home. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's the fifth movie to be denied release in China. I don't care. I'm just looking through the whole <laughs> fucking trivia right now trying to find if there's more info about the dates. I'm just like, uh, what went wrong with the movie? I think it could have been darker. I know it was like, was it what? PG 13? Yeah. Yeah, they could have uh, like amped up the gore and the horror elements, I think, and it probably would have made the movie better. But then it would have fallen into R. Yeah, because they can't. You can't do gore. But no, a PG thirteen movie. Well, you can, but like only to the extent that they did it in the show, right? Like flash, like quick scenes, like kind yeah. of off camera, kind of not on camera. Yeah, yeah. Because if you notice, you never. Well. Yeah, I mean, there's that one. Okay, spoilers. This is where we're gonna get into spoilers if we haven't already spoiled a bunch of stuff. I don't know, but we're gonna be talking about actual events that happen in the movie. 
So if you haven't seen it yet, go see it and come back. Just kidding. Keep listening and get spoiled. But like there's that scene where like Wanda's covered in blood and it's like she was just fighting Ultron things. How is she covered in blood? Yeah, sure. I don't know. When she like solos the Illuminati. (laughs) Yeah. Which was like the best part of the movie. They could have just had that for like an hour. Prolong those fights and I would have been fine. (laughs) Uh, This is poetic. Uh, The movie released on May 6th. Perfectly 11 years after Spider-Man 4 got canceled. Damn. From Sam Raimi. I feel like Sam Raimi's a little bit of a genius. Just in the sense of like how he had Bruce Campbell as the cameo and then how he fucking teased everybody with that after credits shot and just like the homages to his own work like mm, yeah doctor like zombie doctor strange looked exactly like the like the zombie face people from evil dead and just like same with the spirits and like i don't know it was just like very sam raimi mm-hmm. yeah you can definitely feel the influence there but on, like what what went wrong with this movie I don't know. I just because, like, I feel I feel the same way you do. I, like, it was a little bit disappointing, but like, I don't know. In theory, it should have been good. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a mix of like Sam Raimi being out of the loop for so long because he hasn't Maybe. done something in forever, right? And he said himself that he would never return to superhero movies because what happened with Spider Man, his baby. Yeah. They brought him, brought Spider Man out back and put it down. Um, but, but then like he everybody, did eventually, he did come. Everybody back. just says that, like, oh my god, Tommy McGuire was my favorite Spider-Man. He is. <laughs> like, yeah, He's you you say that. <laughs> He's my favorite. Then Tom Holland, and then Andrew Garfield. But anyways, uh, I, I agree. Yeah, like everything about this movie was mid. Like there was, they introduced new characters with like zero development. They oh, I feel so bad because like first of all. Um, like uh, America Chavez, I forget what her superhero name is. <laughs> I she's forget. not a superhero. Oh, name. She's no, no, in yeah. Well, in the comics, she's Miss um, Marvel, mm-hmm. which is uh, just a dumb name in the first place. I like what the, I like her powers, but yeah, her backstory. Like, uh, it was like, who is this kid, and why do we care about her? Oh, she has. Like the MacGuffin, she's the plot device. Okay, mm-hmm. like that's that's it's, why we care about her. Everything felt rushed. Like they could have benefited from a two and a half hour movie, like every other Marvel movie is, you know. Yeah, and then the ending was really disappointing. I think. Hell yeah! For the power of love, baby. That yeah, that's basically she what knows, it boils down to. She knows how to use her powers now. She was like, "I'm gonna open up this portal, and you get to see your kids, and you get to see like how sad you're making them in another universe." And then Wanda's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you're right. I'll stop. And you know what? I'll destroy the evil in every universe." And it's just like, "What? <laughs> That's how it ends? What the fuck was all this for then?" Yeah, exactly. It was kind of, uh, kind of a dud. Kind of, yeah. pretty much. Kind of sucked. Uh, I don't know. It. I don't really have much to say about it, just because it was overall just mid. It was that's the best way to describe it. Like it's nothing yeah. pissed me off about it really, but nothing was really good about it. They had that scene where they like traversed through all of these 
Exactly. Yes. Multiverses. They literally we... teased us with them all, and then we just got nothing. Yeah. It would have been so cool if they explored all those in detail, but we just got uh, a funky tree hugging New York with weird stoplights, and then fucking broken New York with a portal in the sky, Inception style. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's all we got, really. Like, I think sh- it would have been. They oh, should have done. They should have done what No Way Home did. Like No Way Home pandered in a sense to the, like nerds by having all these throwbacks. They have even less of a re- like less of a reason not to pander in this movie because like all these multiverses, the nerds don't care. Like the nerds don't know them. Like they're not the multiverses yeah. aren't like a well known like character or whatever. They could have explored yeah. just more f- crazy, wacky like multiverses. You know. I mean, like I get the idea of the Illuminati, but like Wanda could have chased Doctor Strange and America through the different multiverses and like we're gonna go in in this multiverse and in this multiverse like peggy carter is captain america and she's gonna like try to help us fight like fight wanda off and then like wanda kills her and then they like go to another one and then in that one you get to see uh like charles xavier and then you can have that scene so instead of wanda just like bodying them all in one scene kind of like give them different arenas to fight in. And each yeah. of these arenas are the different multiverses and kind of like, at least that way you don't feel so like you, you went to see multiverse of madness and you saw three universes. Like that's yeah, nothing. exactly. Yeah. When they showed off like 17 or whatever, like have her go to like each of these different worlds and kill their heroes there. And then, cause at the fucking at the end of the story, it doesn't matter anyways. Cause like, Nobody cares. I don't know. Does anybody care about these multiverses? Are we, <laughs> are we supposed to care? Like, I feel like we're supposed to care, but they just don't do a very good job of that. So, like, yeah, just have Wanda. And then that way she actually seems like a villain. Because I don't know about you, but I still sympathize with Wanda. I'm still on, like, the Wanda train of, like, she just wants her kids. And <laughs> everyone's getting in her fucking way. Like, literally, like, talk to any mother. They would do the same thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's like, make her look more like a villain. Make her actually like be a fucking savage and just be like, you know what? I don't care about your universe anymore. Like, if this is your Captain America, I'm gonna fucking demolish her and I do not care. Like, you will not stand in my way. As opposed to just like, mm, we don't care about your Scarlet Witch. She's not a threat. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's... It's weird, um, and I don't know what they're planning to set up with those after credit scenes. Well, I mean, just the mid one. The last one was just a joke, but uh, I dead ass forget what the end credit scene was. It was uh, what's what's it called? Oh, the blonde chick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlize Theron as Clea. Yeah, Dormammu's niece. Oh, is that who she is? Yeah, because I don't know who she is. Yeah, do, do more. Is that a real? What, what's her name? Name like in the Clea. Clea, Clea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It. I don't know what they're trying to set up with that. Like, I mean, apparently she. I just. I literally saw on Twitter like a picture of her and like Charlize Theron was like meet Clea, and it's like, who is this? She's I don't know a love interest for Doctor Strange, and also like I don't know takes on his mantle maybe in the future or in a different universe or something. I don't know. I mm. thought the end, like I thought that scene was stupid because Dr. Strange literally says like to 
Christine, he's like, oh, I love you in every universe. I'm just scared that, like, you'll get hurt or whatever. I'm a pussy. I don't care. And then, like, in this... <laughs> At the end, like this end credit scene, she's like, mm, I'm a random blonde chick out of nowhere. Are you scared to save the world? And he's just like, no, I'm not scared, though I could save the world. Let's go. And it's like, there goes your character development from this last like two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Do you want to go uh, on your rant about uh, the quips, Matt? Oh, my. I. <laughs> I mean, like. Maybe I I never realized it was actually that bad. <laughs> and like I thought maybe cuz like I've seen a couple of Marvel movies with like Spider-Man and like that's how Spider-Man is in the comics, right? Spider-Man, Deadpool, they're like talking to the villain, that's their thing. They piss them off. But like there's this very serious scene where like they're holding down the fort, you have all your like sorcerers with like a barrier or whatever and then um the sorcerer supreme is like yeah go talk to wanda try to talk her down like maybe we don't need to fight and like they go up and they have they have a little conversation and wanda basically says like give me what i want and i won't kill you and he's just like well i can't do that and then he goes back down to the sorcerer supreme and he's just like well that didn't go as planned (laughs) and it's like the stupidest corniest fucking line (laughs) and it's just like how am i supposed to take this movie seriously because like literally two minutes after that wanda just fucking kills everybody on camera and it's just like what (laughs) dr strange comes up and well that didn't go very well Uh oh honk honk (laughs) like he's just a fucking rodeo clown it's just those are just marvel movies in a nutshell man they're i never realized it was that bad because i I just like literally every ever since i think guardians of the galaxy came out it's been that bad like before it wasn't like that but like ever since guardians of the galaxy came out oh my god like for some of these characters it makes sense like for iron man he's a pompous asshole it would make sense for him to quip and be like well i'm so much richer and better than everybody else and like star lord is like i'm a rapscallion little space rascal like ha 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 ha, this is crazy i'm from (laughs) earth and everyone's an alien and then spider-man is just like hi guys i'm your friendly neighborhood spider-man like why are you fighting me but then like literally everybody else it's like this is dr strange the sorcerer supreme you're supposed to bow when you see him and he's just like well that didn't go well it's stupid (laughs) It's stupid. It was so bad. Like literally every like every eighty seconds, I would just turn to you and be like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like serious plots. Like I'm pretty sure there was a quip like after the like big music battle of Doctor Strange versus Dark Doctor Strange. He's just like, "Well, no, we're gonna let the light in." <laughs> and like, bro, there's nobody there. You're talking to the camera. You just look like an idiot. Well. You know what I think we should end this on, Matt? What? Somewhere out there in the multiverse, there's a better version of this movie. <laughs> there's and a, somewhere... Somewhere in the multiverse, there's an actual movie that explores the multiverse. <laughs> we go on red. We go on red? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> that was, like, the biggest thing about the universe. Go on a red light um, and pizza comes in rolls, baby. Rule number one, don't trust anybody. 
Rule number two, find food. <laughs> and don't pay for it, because then you make a funny bit about him getting punched till the end credit scene. Fucking, fucking, fucking cameo gay. from, like, Ash from The Evil Dead. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think it's time for the... the, 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 the yeah, the, change the subject before I get pissed off. The viewer question? Listener question? Time for a little listener question, huh? 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 A little listener huh? question? You want that, you silly little listener? Silly little gooses want us to answer one of your questions? Make sure to ask them, please. We want questions on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on our website, mildlyignorantpodcast.com, on our YouTube comments, or uh, on Spotify. In the description is a little box for you to put a question. Please ask away. We want to answer your questions. And that way, you can interact with us, and then we can interact with you. Uh, yeah. what question should we do now? I fucking hate picking a question. Um, I mean, I have one that I feel like. Go for it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I like how the question is if you have siblings. So, uh, I'm gonna phrase it so because we do both have siblings. Are you similar to them, and in what ways? Mm, um. No. Me and my brother are completely opposite. Same. Well, eh, sort of. <clears throat> like, he's a car guy. You're gay. <laughs> he is, he's a barbecue guy. You're gay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he goes hunting. Yeah, no, like, he's he You're literally, gay. like, he makes, like, he's a smoker. Like, his life is a <laughs> smoker. And both, I, I would much rather now. make desserts. Yeah, but even then, the types of games we play, like he plays like Forza and Forza. No, well, actually, yeah, he does play Call of Duty, but like it's more some so driving guy games. games. Yeah, some broski games, huh? Uh, he's not into sports though, which oh, I do wow. like. I mean, he likes hockey because he's Canadian, and like I guess. It's just... Wait, you like sports games? No, like, no. That's oh, something you, we have in common is we you, don't. Okay, like you like the games. fact that he doesn't like sports games. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, what the um, fuck, Matt? You fucking play NHL? Fucking Madden? Like he he wants to be like a storm chaser, and I never want to leave my basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say my brother and I are polar opposites too, but uh, minus. I think we have some similarities. Like, well, we like the same shows. We like the same movies. We like the same memes. So I guess we can we consume the same media, yeah. Similar video games too, but like personality and like actual interests outside of media are polar opposite, different, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think we're pretty different. Um, we looked very similar when we were kids. Everyone thought we were twins, but besides that, uh, I mean, compared to me and my brother, you ooh. still look similar to you and your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, even me and my brother don't even look alike. Uh, he takes after, like, my mom's side of the family. Mm. And he acts like my dad's side of the family. Whereas I act like my mom's side of the family and he and look like my dad's side of the family. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> um, if you will kind of expand on the question because it, it is a two-parter. Well, so we, can just flip the you, two, we can just flip the other one around. Well, it was just if you don't have siblings, do you think growing up with siblings would have changed your personality in any way if you grew so, up an only child do you think flip be... it if we grew up flip it like flip it instead of saying if we grew up with siblings because we, we already did flip it if we were a single child 
uh, would that change your personality in any way? That's literally what I was trying to say. If you let me finish my sentence, well, why are you actually flipping it? Doesn't make sense then. Because it's not really flipping it; it's just answering it. No, you're in, you're inversing what they're asking. They're asking if they if you did if if not if you grew up with siblings, how would your personality change? You grew up with no, siblings. No, no, so the no. The question was be, okay. Here's the exact question: I have If you have me. siblings, are you similar to them? Exactly. Which we answer yes. And in what ways? If you don't, but we do. We do. Do you think growing up with siblings? Siblings would have exactly. Changed? We know so what growing up with siblings would be like. So now we're answering the flip side of that question, which is if we grew up as a single child. It's the okay. opposite. It's the inverse of the question, Matt. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I just didn't speak it properly. You're dumb. Canceled. Uh, Fuck you. Heartstoppers. I love you. Uh, it's heartstoppers. Stop con- fucking saying heartstoppers. It's not a plural. It's a fucking it's heart singular. Heartstoppers is now confiscated, Matt. Your Fuck time you. out. I will literally, dumb. I can't say what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's a federal crime. <laughs> or I'll get our fucking <laughs> podcast removed off the air. But let's just say I will not be on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Neither will I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I was if a single child, of course. Yes, of course. Anyone How do you answers? think you'd be different? Uh, I'd be more artistic. <laughs> <laughs> How could you get any more? Um... I don't know, no, no. If I was an only, I, I don't know. I'd probably I'd... be happy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the difference because you're I'll, the you're the oldest child, and I'm, I'm the youngest. I'll make child. sure to send this link to your brother, <laughs> this podcast to your brother, <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, growing up, I always, even now, we like we we make a joke of it, um, of like he's the favorite son. Uh, he's the same <laughs> thing about me, but like we've always had this like rivalry, and I've always said like. You had five years without me, so I've got five <laughs> years to make up for of, like, being the favorite son, being the center of attention or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never got along as kids. My brother and I were until... kind of fine. Um, You still get along, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. What's it like to be in a, um, a functional family <laughs> uh, not so functional but uh we we, we do good i mean we, we, we bickered as a kid we had our fights uh we broke yeah. in each other's glasses before and stuff like that i mean typical oh. typical brother stuff you know, what but... was the worst thing you ever did to each other like break glasses dark. probably that's it my brother Matt. choke slammed me through a coffee table because <laughs> he was pretending to be the rock dead ass i think uh, it was the rocket i was you... either the rock or cane cane uh, yeah the one hand choke slam. The rock does choke slam. Uh, what? Uh, anyways. Uh, why are you embarrassed about that? Um, I thought you were gonna say like something like break a limb, but I'm like that doesn't matter in Canada. No. I thought you were gonna try and one up me by like bodily damage. I'm like, no, breaking glass is a lot more expensive than breaking a limb. Oh, true. And the financial cost is the only thing that matters, right? Your parents don't give a fuck about um, your well-being, so <laughs> it's the financial cost of what happened that is the bigger deal here. True. So when I punched, when we punched each other in the face, we broke each other's glasses. They weren't impressed. <laughs> Fair. I mean, uh, my mom was not happy that <laughs> well, you all they hear is all they hear is slam, table. and they come fucking running in, and I'm like, was it a glass busting table? a gut? No, no, no. It was just a wood coffee table. And it, like, and it broke. Oh yeah, it's like split in half. <laughs> okay, so and like, okay, slammed you through like the middle, like like the yeah, perpendicular exactly. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 
it didn't hurt either. It was literally like the perfect execution. It was like almost like it was a prop table because like like from the couch into the coffee table. And then I was just like laughing so hard. And like he like started laughing after he was like, holy fuck, are you okay? And then like my parents come in and they were just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm sure your parents were like, laughing. La- like, oh, yeah. I'm sure Dominant. they were not laughing at all. No, 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 not at all. You got your ass grounded for a week. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they were so mad at my brother, but, like, I was perfectly fine. So I was like, no, 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 don't do anything. Like, this is this is one time that we're ever going to get along as kids. And if you ever got powerbombed <laughs> through a table, now you would be in severe pain. That's just, like, the invincibility of an eight-year-old right there. Yeah. Because, exactly. like, I, I stub my toe now, and I'm, like, bedridden for a day. And I, if I stub my toe <laughs> as a four-year-old, I'd be running in, like, two minutes, you know? Yeah. Kids are invincible. I, like get my hands stuck in the door and i have to aim <laughs> leg <laughs> kids have like that regen power <laughs> it's like they're just like oblivious to the laws of nature <laughs> and so it just could literally them. bonk their head off of a metal like pole and they would still be <laughs> running around like idiots like crackheads yeah things that people have like died from <laughs> exactly yeah. seven-year-olds just get up and walk it off they're mushy skulls right <laughs> yeah well anyways i think we should wrap here right yeah uh well uh thank you for listening people um to this episode of the mild Dinger podcast you're gonna get two episodes again in a week uh <laughs> this schedule's all out of whack um our viewer, but it should be our, back to normal our, our, next week. Our, our viewership took a plunge, man, if you noticed. Yeah, well, I mean, we have <laughs> because we nothing fucked to promote. <laughs> well, that's also because our schedule messed up, right? Yeah. That's we'll get back on it. We'll get on track. That's what happens when you change your schedule. People drop <laughs> out. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, we'll try and be back on schedule next week, hopefully. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode, episode 36. Make sure to follow us on social media. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to go to our website. And make sure to ask questions and make sure to tune in next week and make sure to go back and listen to all the episodes you didn't listen to because we are trying to grow the channel, the pod. And yeah. let us know what you think of the video version of the pod if you're listening to Oh my on god, YouTube. the pod like a seed pod. And we're gonna grow <laughs> a beautiful flower. Wow. But yeah, we're dropping we're dropping a new video version of the pod. Uh, no faces, what? no face cams. Uh, just it's a new, fancier design instead of just a logo stationary on the screen. We actually designed a new fancy little thing that should. Isaiah's little pet project. He's been so proud of. I mean, you guys saw it last week. Um, a very brute, basic version the, of the it. alpha version. Yeah, the alpha version. Uh, next is gonna come the beta version. The beta, yeah, beta version will be coming out. <laughs> And then hopefully it'll be the final version too. We'll see. But uh, I'm hoping to get it done this week. So maybe you'll see these two episodes on YouTube have the new version. Let us know what you think. But yeah, Yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, And we will see you guys next week for another episode. We're almost there. We're we're 20 episodes away from one year, man. 20. That's insane. Less than 20, actually. Uh, Yeah, less than 20. We're going to... We're 16. 16 away from... One year of the pod, baby. Anyways, talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.